Hey girl, hey, happy Tuesday. Today I have the privilege of sharing an interview I had with a good friend of mine, Angel McElhaney. She is from Control the Chaos Mama podcast. And we just had a really awesome conversation about adult ADHD. Um, Are you just a busy mom and that's why you're distracted? Or is there really something going on? How you may have to, if you're choosing the route where you want some medication for support, how you really have to kind of exert yourself and advocate for yourself. But she also has some really good advice on self-awareness, some brain hacks, things that she's used, some tools that she has, some apps just to raise your awareness about how you can help yourself. And I learned a lot just by how maybe I could help my own daughter um, and give her tools because their brain works a little different than my brain. And there being, I have two, well, actually three in my home that struggle with um, some ADD. And it's okay. That's just part of it. And it would be helpful if I could support them and love them And they probably wish they had some tools to help and support me as well, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm going to put Angel's information in the show notes, but you can find her over at Control the Chaos Mama podcast. And she's also an amazing photographer. She's in Ohio. If you guys want to reach out for her for that, she has awesome photography skills. I know nothing about Ohio, so I have no idea where she's at, (laughs) but you'll be able to find her. All her links are in the show notes. And I just wanted to remind you, the Stop Drinking Boot Camp is underway. We started January 10th, and it is awesome. But I don't want you to feel like you have to wait till the next round in March. I want you to know that you have availability now to have a freedom session, basically a breakthrough session that where we sit down for one hour, you and me, and we create a plan to stop over drinking and overthinking, right? So we will walk through, identify kind of where you are. We will work on new routines. I will teach you what it looks like to create a declaration, a breakup letter. All these things are a lot of what I teach on week one. But sometimes for you, you may just need this one thing to kind of get you over the hump. If you're just curious about is this is what you want to do, or maybe you just did not have the ability to commit to the six-week boot camp, Just come on, email me at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com, and then you will be able to set up an appointment and we'll get it done. We can walk together and do this, sister. And just want to let you know, I have over 150 episodes now on the podcast. Thank you so very much for all your support. It has been amazing. And this announcement is just that I'm going to just calm down. I'm going to slow down just a little, and all that means is instead of two a week for a while, I'm going to do one. There's some other things I'm working on behind the scenes. There's more things coming out for you this quarter, next quarter. So I've decided I'm going to move the podcast to Thursdays once a week versus the Tuesday and Friday. So I want to go ahead and let you know here since this is coming out on Tuesday. And I hope you enjoy. There's those of you that have been following along the whole time, continue to enjoy getting these podcasts each week. Also come inside of the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group and you can tell me, hey, I haven't heard this topic yet. Come in there and tell me what you want to hear. We'll work on it and work on it together. I will go, I will research it if I need to, if it's something that I don't personally know, and I'll, and I'll help you out, okay? 
And those of you who are new here, there's tons of content for you. So I hope you enjoy. And I'm excited to grow with you this year in 2022. Have an awesome week, ladies. Stay blessed. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of overdrinking, even when you told yourself you would stop, waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing? Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3 a.m. with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal, quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found and I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch, or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. Hey ladies, I am excited to talk with my friend Angel McElhaney today and she is going to shine some light on what in the world is going on as a high achieving woman sometimes when there's ADHD involved, whether you may know that you already struggle with ADHD, or you may not even know that some of the things that you're dealing with that are guiding you into uh, choices you're making or going towards the drink or some of these habits that you have, she's going to really help us understand what is going on and what we can do about it. So welcome. I'm so glad you're having me. Glad to be here. Yeah. So tell first, tell them who you are and tell a little bit about your podcast and then we'll just have a fun little candid conversation. Yeah. So my name's Angel, as you, as you mentioned, and my podcast is control the chaos mama. And what we do there is a lot of life and launch strategy for ADHD entrepreneurs and creative rebels. And basically what I am doing is helping women who are feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling like they are, struggling with all these executive functioning skills that has to do with it. It's basically a byproduct of the ADHD that they may or may not know of, but what it's doing is, is helping them establish authority with podcasting. So a lot of us sometimes feel like we're starting something and we get all excited about it and then we'll move to another thing. And the fact of the matter is, is you can be a really great messenger through the mess with podcasting, kind of own your story, help connect with other people. And I feel like this is giving so many people um, a way to use their strings and kind of get creative and hacking their brain. Mm, I love it. And I really just feel like it's a, it's a great conversation right now in general, because I feel like it's a little bit more talked about lately, like more and more adult high achieving entrepreneur women are, are having this conversation that they realize and they're struggling with it. And most, you know, most of my women listening to the show, like they're doing the thing and they're working, but we can really get down on ourselves a lot of times. And then that brings us to the drink and our other habits. So let's talk a little bit about like how you really discovered it and what it has done in your life and what you've seen it do in other women. Yeah. So um, I'm 38 and I actually just now finally um, went to the doctor this year and a lot of it has to do with, I mean, they don't make it easy for you to get help. <laughs> and it's, I mean, if you look at the symptoms of ADHD where you uh, might forget something, maybe some key information like an appointment 
or maybe you are um, the negative rumination that might occur whenever it comes to um, even around like being diagnosed or the stigma that might be um, there with ADHD or getting help or um, talking. So a lot of times it can be um, take a lot of times for people to get help. So for years and years, what I've been doing is a lot on my own. And so, um, and there's going to be times where you'll notice that the symptoms are worse based on your environment. So I noticed that after my now almost three-year-old, um, was born, I can't believe she's almost three, but, um, I noticed after she was born, I used to kid around like, man, that kid broke me. Like she's the last one of four, but it's the fact that, um, my hormones, I think got out of whack. And so there can be different times where, and, and obviously with COVID, you know, our, just our routines are disrupted or maybe we have a big life change or um, and something, something like that to where our days aren't as much segmented and they're all thrown into like a big bowl. And so that's where it can be more of a struggle. So I finally, um, after honestly, my husband like, hey, can you <laughs> go get help? And then also advocating for myself because I actually brought this up to a doctor three times. Um, the first time it was very much dismissed and I felt like he only actually talked to me about my weight. <laughs> it was really um, just like kind of awkward. Um, and then the second time I brought it up, it was like, oh, well, you're just a busy mom. And I mean, you know, I, all my kids are spread out every five years. So it's like, well, if that's the case, then that would be 20 years of an excuse as to never get help. And then the third time I basically went in and was like, I know this is happening. Here is why I think this. And if you can't help me, refer me to someone who can, because it was just like, I know. And so whether that's even because it should be kind of a uh, just like with what you do, it's a combination of some coaching or therapy work and also some um, vitamins or supplements or, you know, whatever route people go and then behavior stuff, you know. So I've been since doing a lot of that and kind of getting creative and the brain hacks for sure help because you kind of do have to almost trick yourself to get the, the things done. Mm. Well, let's go there first then because brain hacks sounds exciting. So <laughs> if they're realizing you, cause I think there are, we, we are clear a lot of times if we, if we struggle with ADHD and sometimes, you know, there are the habits we can create and the supplements and things, but there's also, like you said, brain hacks. And then, um, I want to talk to about just really knowing a little bit more about who we are too. Yeah, if you can build some self-awareness as like to who you are and and I've been building on that for a while um, and just kind of peeling back the layers as to what makes me me and then realizing honestly even other ways that I never would have thought of or that I didn't attribute to that. For instance, exercise. So I've always kind of prioritized movement, but it usually was for weight loss. And so um, now that I know what I know, it's kind of like, actually, I'm not on a diet. I just need to go for the alone time, for the endorphins, for the stuff, the chemicals that it's producing for my brain and all the things. So it's actually helped me to be more consistent and to go. And also front loading that because I'm noticing that if I can get on a schedule and I have to also do a class because it's a timed thing. So I've had to kind of get creative, especially being someone that works from home. Um, and there's also different apps and things like that you can use, but habits, as you mentioned, exercise, really looking at your diet and seeing how you feel after you eat or drink different things and kind of realizing, you know what, it's not even about the scale or about this other vanity type of thing. 
it is about how I feel. And so a lot of times we'll think we want something um, for a certain reason whenever it's like you will learn about yourself and then think, well, is that really why I want that? And so whether that's with drinking, like, do you really want that? How does, does that really make you feel good? Um, or the sugar, sugar is a big thing. And just seeing like, when do I feel at my best? And so I've noticed if I get out of the house, the power of putting my shoes on, but it really gets momentum going to where I can, um, honestly get more done, but also have time alone and like the mental help, help, help it gives to my health makes a big, um, big, really big contribution overall. Yeah. So what would you, what would you tell someone that's been struggling with this and they do go to wine a lot because that seems to help them quote unquote focus because we talked about this right before is like, um, you get like, it's more of that coping because of the hit you get. Right. Yeah. What there's basically, yeah. So, um, whenever you're ADHD, there's, um, you are dopamine seeking. And so there's not enough, it's not even that you can't focus. It's that you can't always like control what you focus on. Um, and so there's several executive functioning skills that can be kind of out of whack too. Um, and the first one I'm thinking of right now is impulse control. So thinking before acting. So we can be impulsive and that could look like with alcohol. It could look like with binge eating. It could look like spending. Um, so some strategies around that could be, I know that you talked about um, like scanning your body. Do I really want that? In the terms of um, your spending, it could even be adding things to a cart, but then waiting. And the fact is, is I do that all the time. Um, and uh, I have an episode coming out on my show soon, and it's about um, c conserving your mental energy. But that whole idea of um, certain things, you can make it easier to um, like decide. That, that decision process can make it really hard um, in terms of our energy. There's that flexible thinking of like, I want a really great deal and, uh, that can expend a lot of our energy. So it's kind of like conserving that mental energy and then emotional control, which I could see that totally feeding into, um, the desire, I guess the, uh, putting the drinks at a high caliber or like need to, to do bases where you're like unable to keep your feelings in, in check. So that's kind of like that idea of, I earned this bottle of wine or mama needs a drink or something like that. Um, and then I think a lot of it, even in um, the idea of planning and prioritizing is that like, if our day doesn't go as planned, then maybe I could see them like defaulting to like old habits or something like that. Cause it's, it's not really uh, flexible thinking is not a strength a lot of times when it comes to ADHD. So um, I would say kind of get to know which one of these executive functioning skills is kind of out of whack so you can make some plans around it. So whether that's, you know, making a schedule and utilizing habits, maybe it is um, front loading that self-care, as I mentioned before, maybe it's um, getting rid of sugar and, and doing some supplements and, and even drinking water because we'll forget to drink water. Um, and so we'll get, I'll even get headaches and I'll be like, did I drink water? I have to drink, carry around that big old two liter <laughs> bottle of water just so I can remember because we'll even forget things like that. And so, um, it's just kind of seeing which ones of these executive functionings is out of whack and then starting to just like start small, which is hard because I don't know, I'm a, I'm a marathoner <laughs> in the way of like, I want to just do it all. So um, I actually use an app right now called Fabulous, and it's been helping a lot. I know I mentioned it to you. 
Um, and it starts really small. Like they want you just to start off with drinking water, but it has been helping with these like micro tasks. So like I sit up, I drink my water, I take my medicine, I um, make my bed, I go to the bathroom, I brush my teeth and see all of these things that are in there. I like stay in my room. Like if I leave my room, I will forget. I grab my watch as my Apple watch as I walk by. I grab socks so that I can get my shoes on. And for me, I've conserved mental energy in the way of I go put on workout clothes because I'm one more likely to go work out or I'm comfortable, I guess. (laughs) So that's kind of the way I've worked around that. Mm -hmm. Um, So you just got to get creative. Yeah. So you use that app to kind of map out these daily tasks that you know that will serve you and, and really fuel you. And then that way too, you don't have to remember them. Yeah, you can, it'll um, ding. And here's the things when you're in that app, um, I'll connect it with my AirPods sometimes because with ADHD, um, there's a lot of times where you're seeking out stimulation. Like you want to have the dopamine to have more stimulation, but there's other times where you're overstimulated. So it's kind of this like, Mm. can't win for losing type of situation. So I've noticed sometimes I'll pop in at least one of those as I'm getting ready and it has a daily coaching part, which I think you'd appreciate. Um, and then there is this sound even when it's done or what, until you press that you've completed it. And it's kind of that binaural beat like hurt sound that is super soothing. And I think that sound helps me to focus, but also another thing is it's making my phone in use so that I do not go on Facebook or, you know, like go on the apps and stuff. So I think it's kind of those combination of all the things. Um, And I've even got Thea to where I'm like, she'll be like, let's go downstairs. And I'll be like, I'm doing my list. And she wants to help me and press the little button and stuff. So um, so, that's that's kind of cute. Yeah. I saw something the other day where um, it was somebody talking about, you know, I'm all about setting reminders on my phone or I use my digital calendar, but typically I have the ability to go in and go out. And still yet, I mean, obviously we know social media, their, their job and the way they created that is so they'll suck us in. So I can imagine how that makes it worse. And it was like, don't teach somebody with ADHD to use their phone with reminders. Cause the next thing you know, they look down at their phone and like an hour later, they've read five articles. They've looked at everybody's posts. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Cause my daughter is, and she, you know, for a long time she took medicine and now she's, you know, hasn't in a long time. She's an excellent student but I still see areas where like, how can I teach her? And this may be something you can answer too for all us moms out here um, to even help if we're not struggling with it. And we probably have someone in our family, but like, okay, she's a senior in high school and she's going to be getting prepared for college. And her level of responsibility is about to go up. And sometimes I feel like she didn't really even have any really good foundational tools right now because the tools I use don't really work for her. Yeah. And, and what she might find is a different situation. She might need a different tool. I actually learned about something. I was like two days ago, another app, but this one is called Opal and it actually blocks out all of the, um, it blocks out every single, or you get a pick, but basically it blocks out um, all the apps that could notify you and stuff. And if you are doing like a focused time, 
um, which I thought was interesting. And so, and there's other ones called forest that you go into and it's like building a little tree while you're working. And so, um, but, but to where your phone's not, you're not getting the notifications so that you can have that like deep work time. Um, there's also an app called O waves, which gives you, um, little alerts for your next schedule. So like it's a circle and it has like these different time blocks um, and so for that, that would be helpful with like her classes. Um, it would also be helpful in um, like putting reminders and things like that. Um, but honestly, the best thing that I found is, is if my phone has a home. So like I make my phone have a home and then it will go and be there so that I don't touch it. And then I also do photography. So there's plenty of times where I will put something like the binaural beat sounds or even Netflix, like not really watching it, like in the background but it's kind of so that I don't use my phone. And so even though that seems backwards mm. um, and she might even need to get creative if there's something that she really doesn't want to do around like how to make it fun. So, I mean, if I'm doing the dishes, I do like put Netflix right here um, on my phone on the, on the little bar stool thing, but it's, I think it's, and I put it in my headphones so that one, I'm like focused and it keeps me there. Cause that's the thing is like, if I walk away, I'm going to forget and all of a sudden be unloading the, or unloading the dryer now. And then mm -hmm. I'll be upstairs dropping the clothes off there. And then the dishwasher never got ran. So, yeah. um, so that's pretty like, but you do have more freedom. Um, and you have deadlines cause we're very deadline driven too. So if you're high achieving and you have deadlines, then she will get it done probably. It's just that, will she stay up till 3 a.m. and get it done? You know what I mean? Or will she get it done like way early? So, yeah. So it kind of um, depends on, on that. And I, I was, and the, the problem is, is then if you're high achieving, you do the one where you stay up late and you do it and you got a good grade. So it doesn't really give you that negative, you know, cause you, you kind of did it. So it's like, well, why do we do our, this to ourselves? And it's like, because it did technically work. And so, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like once, and once a hyper-focus does kick in that like extreme focus, um, you can get so much done. It's almost like we gauge our, what we can accomplish by the hyper-focus and that's not a normal state. You know what I mean? It's like, um, that's not the normal. So I would say times three on the tasks that you think you'll get, be able to get done. Um, and I, I do this thing with my schedule where I'm trying to like shift the focus. So like I'll get my older or my, my, well, he's the middle child, but he's the oldest one that's there in the morning. Um, the older two had already left. And so he'll go on the bus at nine. And then I have this like hour and a half chunk before we go to the gym. And so I'll do some like yellow time work, you know, where I can still help Thea if she needs it. Um, but kind of do work like that. And then we'll go to the gym and then we'll go and f fill her tire tank somewhere, come, come have lunch. And then I know I have that like afternoon block. So it's kind of this like back and forth sashaying of sorts of like focus work and then like going out of the house or doing something else so that you can give yourself kind of the, the breaks. A lot of times we'll think, oh, I'm going to get a lot of do things done and, and not go work out um, or not do X, Y, Z that I know is healthy for me. <laughs> and, uh, and, or, you know, maybe blow off my morning routine that I set up that helps me and that I know helps me, but, um, in favor of getting more done and it never happens. Like I always get more done if I actually follow the routine, if I get out of the house, but my, you know, like, get them, well, put my shoes on and then get out of the house, but you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, it's kind of like, 
that's your foundation so that you can build on it. Um, and it makes you have these little wins that then give you confidence to probably take on the bigger things. Mm. So, yeah, I love that. And it kind of relates to what I do when I'm working with somebody in the beginning, like, well, we really look at the vision of their day. You know, this is even surrounding like breaking up your routines and moving your triggers and things like that. So yeah, we could layer that together and say, okay, so what does your normal day look like? How can we break it up and put in these little moments of, you know, not brain work. Like if you're, you're having to focus on work, work, you've got to get outside, get in nature, you know, how can you shift like that? Cause even for me, like there's days that I get in and, and I just get overly focused and don't take those little moments to like stand up, move around, go do something else, do something physical where I'm not using my, my brain brain. I can do laundry or I can do, I can do those tasks with, you know, they're easy but that actually breaks up my day. So then I can come back if I've got more to work on, but if I don't, I end up getting a headache and then, then there's the whole struggle after that. So. Well, and that goes into probably forgetting to eat, forgetting to drink, maybe being snappy, maybe um, getting mad that someone's interrupting you. Cause you know, I can only have that much, so much time of like sitting in front of something doing it, not only for me to break it up, but someone else needing me. So, yeah. um, so I think that's helped. And and it's not necessarily a good thing, but a lot of my work I will do in the evening because I feel like it does block out the rest of the world. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily the best plan. So I am working on that, but it's kind of like, that's where I've, I found that I have less distractions and I'm able to kind of like zone in. But, um, especially with trying to have a good morning routine, it doesn't always kind of go, you know, it's not ideal. So it does take a lot of self-awareness and pivoting and trying things and, and uh, kind of seeing what works and get creative because here's the thing. I can get a fancy bullet journal with a bunch of cool markers and like, or a planner that I spent $80 on from Plum, Plum Planner. <laughs> and I can do all of these things and they'll work for like a time, but they won't keep working. And I just got to know that that's okay. Because here's the thing is like, it did work for a time and then the dopamine wore off. And unless I like can get creative and figure out another way for it to work, it probably won't. So instead what I'll do is more like a daily sheet. That way I'm like, um, it's like one paper and I kind of have this way where I'll like brain dump and then I'll categorize it and, um, categorize it by the things that I need to do. Sometimes it's to do, sometimes it's photography, sometimes it's podcasting. And, uh, and then I'll try to make myself prioritize it because otherwise I'll do kind of what I was telling you today, where I waste a lot of time, go down a rabbit hole and learn how to make glitter letters <laughs> on Photoshop. So, I mean, and, and it's inevitable. So I know that it's about me, but it's okay. Uh, we do love to learn. <laughs> and now I know how to make glitter letters. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, and while you're talking about that too, as we kind of finish up, how can, how can we give ourselves grace? Cause that's what happens a lot too. We're high achieving, you know, we're trying to like, vision out our day. We're trying to take breaks and we're, you know, we want to create these habits and we know that sometimes we're rebels. Sometimes we're all or nothing people. Um, I have a lot of those that listen to me where that's why we're, we kind of just drink every day. Cause we just go all in. It's like, you know, forget it. How can they like hear this and go, Oh wow, I really do struggle in these areas, but not have that whole well, gosh, I'm just stupid. And you know, I'm not good enough. Like, how have you begin to like take this and learn to like give yourself grace and love yourself? Well, I think it comes 
across seeing that it's like a whole, your whole life. So like, if I'd like to think about it, like if you're on a diet and you kind of, Oh, I cheated or I screwed up for one day. Um, and it's like a 10 day thing or a 24 day thing or 30 day, then you're going to be like, Oh, throw in the towel. Like this totally sucked. And, and I'm horrible. And you know, why did I spend money on this? And all these, all, all a whole list of things. But if it's something that is your whole life, like I'm going to do this lifestyle and you mess up one day, then it's like, that's one day in your whole life. Like the, the percentage that, um, that it weighs against is not as big. So then I think you're faster to kind of like restart back on. So um, like this week, Thea has been sick with a stomach bug and I have not had my routine, like going to the gym, because obviously I don't spread that. And it's been a struggle, honestly. Like um, I was joking around today. I was like, so when I have my routine, I shower more because I'm all sweaty. So, um, but even like routines like that, it's like, I noticed that, um, she's in a room was in a routine too. And so it's kind of like giving yourself the permission to do the next right step. So you jump back on and with that being realistic. So as you know, I've learned a ton about cycle syncing and how I'm able to kind of use my cycle to gauge my energy. And that's helped me a ton. I do not do photo shoots anymore when I'm in my low energy. Um, for my podcasting clients, I have them give me four episodes at a time so that I can batch based on my energy as well. So it's kind of setting these boundaries as to this is what serves me well. Um, and so, and making yourself stick to them because that's a big part too. So um, probably restarting back as soon as you can. Um, realistic expectations and probably ask for help. So like if something's hard, we weren't meant to do everything all alone. So, um, and it's kind of hard sometimes as a rebel, <laughs> like kind of stubborn and your roommate, I don't like any, um, any, uh, you know, vulnerability and, and things like that. I don't really love that. So, but it's kind of like, I need you to do this for me so that I can do, do this, you know? And so, um, I did like, for instance, this week, Reggie did like take him to the park so I could have some focus time to work. Cause guess what? I'm tired. I'm waking up at five and one like dealing with Thea and her illness. So it's like, I'm tired. I can't do these late night, like, um, focus sessions. I needed that, that time in the weekend. So ask for help for sure. Mm, yes. And I can say the same thing in, you know, what I do is like, this is the big picture and this is our life. You know, if we have, we're doing really good and we make it to day six and then we have a, a blip or whatever you want to call it. Like, it's okay. Cause you're just going to pick right back up. And sometimes you just got to have, got to have that extra help. And that's someone just to support you in other areas. You know, that was the biggest thing for me just in my personal journey is I needed to, to have support in other areas, whether it was with the kids whether it is you trying to run a business and doing that type of work to like giving up something like alcohol to, you know, maybe somebody's listening that, you know, they're wanting to write, they decide they want to write, or maybe they want to do a podcast or maybe they're starting a side gig. Like all these things like require us to raise our hand and say, Hey, I need some help, which is, I'm all about it. It's not easy, but boy, it's worth it. Well, and it's saying that um, what you want is important, which I think is a new thing, especially for women, especially for moms. And uh, um, yeah, I think it's very much needed. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I appreciate you coming and sharing. And um, it was a great conversation. I think it's going to be super helpful. Thanks for having me. Um, I loved having you on my show. And I feel like 
so many people need to gain the self-awareness that comes around like just che just checking to see what is affecting them and i think what you and i both are doing is pretty amazing in that way that way um, we can use our hard stuff to kind of um, lend a hand and help others yeah for sure and tell tell them where they can find you because i'm i know that you have some good stuff that would be helpful for them too yeah so um my podcast is control the chaos mama you can find it everywhere that um that you listen to podcasts and then i'm also on instagram um at control the chaos mama podcast and podcast school for squirrels so um i am all about planning your podcast rebellion so i did make a group for that for a total free um five-day challenge to be able to kind of plan out what change or what you want to rebel against because sometimes it's not always what you want it's what you don't want to happen and so it's kind of uh seeing what's important to you so you can prioritize it so that's where you can find me awesome thanks again and we'll talk again soon thanks girl okay girlfriend before you go if you found value in this podcast and it helped you please head over to itunes and leave a review every so often i will read reviews and give shout outs to dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.